What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Do you oh, think that's that a very low version we did? Oh, that's late. We're tired. Do you think it's a restaurant or or what? You see where the gargoyles are? Yeah. Huh. It's really. It does have like kind of public lighting, but maybe yeah. it's just someone's house. I mean, can you imagine how fierce if that was your apartment? You would go out there and stand on a balcony and overlook the financial district. I love... This is my favorite when we're here to look out this window. It feels... Because all the buildings are, like, not the new kind of New York buildings. No, these are super, like, They're, like, from 70s. my childhood yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So it feels Ghostbusters. Yeah. 70s and older. Which I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here in the financial district because we're about to record a new episode of the Dance and Stuff show. And ladies and gentlemen, other, watch it. It's on YouTube. It's a great show. And now you can all watch it. It's available to all. It is available to all on YouTube, <laughs> the Dance and Stuff show. Watch, subscribe. This is going to be a short podcast because um, we're about to shoot the show that then you can see. Sure. Um, Jeremy is our director. And Jeremy is also, here's another pitch for another show you should watch. Yeah. It is going to be on the All Arts channel. It's called And the Tony Nominees Are. How does one watch the All Arts channel? Um, Cable television? I think, and I think it's also on, like. Online. It, online. It's, it's available mm, online. Internet. Everything is available online. <laughs> wow. And you try hard. Oh, enough. I can't wait to talk about this sh- a show that you're in. I yeah, yeah, I'll get to it in a moment. Um, but Jeremy, uh, it is, uh, Jeremy's directed it. It was produced by Garen Scribner, friend and fan of the podcast. And Jeremy interviewed uh, greats like Camille Brown. Camille Brown, Jennifer uh, Tipton. Tipton, Lori Metcalf. Whoa. I mean, that's a big and deal. he asked them some really good questions and has, he directed it and edited it. And I saw Jen Tipton two days ago and she said she had a great time. She, well, she's she had a great time. Really got into Martha Graham on it, though he had to edit a lot of that out because, you know, time. I think each one has to be, I don't remember the length that they had to be in, but he interviewed everyone for a good chunk of time. And I watched him work. Tirelessly, in a way that our Jeremy really works. He's, he's really good at it. He is really good at it. I, men- I, yeah. I mentioned it in the rec letter I wrote for you. Oh, thanks. We'll see what yeah. happens with that. Yeah. He's like, uh, what, are those, what are those people called? Those, uh, those kind of Christians who are like really into Calvinist? Kind of, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> uh-huh. shakers, Quakers, Calvinists. But there's a word. <laughs> Workhorse? No, no. Puritan? Kind of that. Well, it's Spartan is another way, Puritan. but that's... Uh-huh. It's not. Well, come to me. It'll come to you. So I was walking by a poster of um, another TV show I'm going to pitch right now of Big Little Lies, <gasps> which is the entire cast of the first season and Reed Bartleby. There, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep in her glasses, standing behind everyone, looking over her shoulder. I was walk. I was walking by it, and like, and in a quick kind of glance, I was like, "Read, that's uh, Meryl Streep." I have on more than one occasion looked at my face without glasses and been like, "Meryl Streep is my mom." It it is uncanny. I don't think I've ever quite put it together like I did mm. for Big Little Lies too. Of the, I was. It's really it's you, Thank just you. behind the girls being like. 
Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, what's going on with murder and stuff? Uh... That's it. That's it. I went to London. Oh, yeah. Oh, now we're going to talk about things that have happened in, in life. You in went past. to London. I did. Very pleasant. And times passed and times begins. And I've heard it so many times. Oh, my God. Times. I watched times. every show. You watched every show? Because yeah. I gave notes and stuff a little. Oh, that's good. I made myself useful. Yeah. I judged the costumes and I went to rehearsals and class. What do people I, say about the costumes? Nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Some man raised his hand in the talk back and said something really nice about them. He's the man who owns monotones. The ballet? Mm-hmm. Frederick Ashton like, yeah. willed it to him or whatever. Oh, that's incredible. And he said something about, oh, the Grecian costume. You know, yeah. it was nice. Yeah. Work. Um, she got amazing reviews in London. Yeah. The British, when in British, four quartets. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, They right. loved. <laughs> right. Um, Peter Sellers came twice. Um, Richard Alston loved it, came several times, obsessed. Um, It was great. It was a big, she was a big hit. (laughs) She was a big hit. Um, Next stop, Hollywood. And weirdly, like, a lot of my friends were in London. I saw that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Just everyone was there to Mm -hmm. say hi. Yeah. Well, everyone was just there working, working away. What? was Joe doing in London? Joe and Lauren are performing there as we speak at Sadler's Wells. For what? For San Francisco Bala. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we overlapped just a day, but uh-huh. I got to go to Kensington Garden with them and have a nice lunch. Uh-huh. David Hallberg and I had nice Japanese food. I brought him to the Joe. Uh-huh. Um, who else was there? Oh, Jack Thorpe Baker says hi. So strong. <laughs> um, really from days of future past he is yeah mm-hmm. um it was really nice uh i saw my friend tom Gadiris. he came to visit from belgium it's great that's so nice i was really like there wasn't too much to do and so i got to like be british you got to be british and hang out and i think i gained some weight, which was needed. Oh, great. Yeah. How did you do that? Just eat scones. Oh, you ate like bread and stuff. Oh, when they bling, the bling, when they blinged out the club, <laughs> <laughs> when they blinged out the club that we were staying in with when Pam. When they blinged out the clotted crumb. Uh-huh. Um, I would not hesitate to eat every last bit of the clotted cream. I didn't use it as a butter. I used it more like a whipped cream. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, Just like ate the whole thing. All. Ate the whole little, like, um, ramekin that it came in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Good for you. And uh, what else happened? It was really... I went to many gardens. London is gardens. Yeah. They do have a lot of gardens there. Gorgeous gardens. Ate uh-huh. at a delicious restaurant called Rabbit. Oh, I also saw Robert Benet, who was also in town working not, slash not working. Wow, everybody was there. Just a real... Robert Benet came to the Chelsea Physic Garden, which is, like, the first science garden. Oh. Yeah. In Britain, they can say things like the first because it's so old. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. In British. Um, so that was uh, England. The, it was such a nice group of people to be. The cast was so nice that we yeah. stayed in an absolute garbage hotel. But Oh, really? Oh, wow. Wow, really? Yeah. We walked in and What's I was like, it called? It's called the Thistle City Barbican. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walked in. So it's part of the 
Barbican. Not really. Okay. It's like a 10 to 15 minute walk away. Oh, okay. I a like a one deep minute. Extension, a deep extension. Deep extension. Deeply extended. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's one of those buildings that looks like it was sort of pasted together from like three different buildings. So oh, yeah. it was like a maze to get to your room. You'd be uh-huh. like, how even do I get there? Right, right. So I get to you and then I get to my room and I immediately sort of turned around and went back to the front desk and said, is there anything else available? Which is not very unusual for me. That is super unusual. So I went back and then and I was there. No, but I did see other people's rooms, which were just as bad. So it was fine. And my view wasn't bad. But what I did was I renovated the room. I just took everything apart, put in any decorative thing had to disappear, had to go into a closet. Oh, was the bed okay? Fine. Okay. Fine. So fine. when you, so what's the problem? Ugly, dingy, oh. yucky. Was it a carpeted floor? Of course. And was it just mildewy, what have Who you? Who knows? I wouldn't get close to it. Mm. I wasn't gonna like lay down and roll out on that floor. No, no, you wore your shoes. It was room. like this. It was like it was like this ancient industrial yes. carpet that we're in right now in this abandoned building in the financial district that we're in. Yeah. So that was right. that was funny. And then when, like as soon as we got downstairs, I was like, "This hotel is trash." And like the like dancers from Pam were like, "It's fine. I love it." Because like haven't done much in the way of touring in hotels, right. a few of them. Right, right. But, um... Pam stayed in a nice hotel. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had fun, so that was, that. that's important. And that was London. And I watched a lot of movies on the planes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Watched, um... Did I, I saw most of... Well, Colette was the trip from France, but I saw uh-huh. a weird movie called Jonathan with uh-huh. Ansel Elgort. You love Ansel Elgort. Love. Uh-huh. Playing both him, he's playing both John and Jonathan. He uh-huh. plays a person who has oh, a sibling inside of him. so tired just hearing the <laughs> beginning of that. Like, I literally sounded like just one of those horrible plays from the late 90s. It was a play, it looked like a play. Oh, just John and Jonathan. He has a sibling that lives inside. Yeah, Yeah, that is in his body. And there's a scientist who's figured out for them that with this device that for 12 hours of the day, it's John. And for 12 hours of the day, it's John. I can't. I I can't. Sci-fi, complicated feelings. Uh Okay, so I saw that. The only way I'd be into this movie is if one of them is like a legendary queen who Sadly, is no. like really fun. Just and guess it, what they're both like. Um, guess. Oh, and they're both, they're just both like beautiful white straight boys who are in love mm. with two different girls. Guess no. the same girl. Yes. Oh, well, here's the thing. They're mm. not allowed to have girlfriends. There's like an agreement because they have to like cooperate. They're sharing a body, Uh huh. but they're allowed to have sex. Okay. But one of them hasn't because he's very like uptight repressed and he's uh-huh. always going to bed with like his hair combed and a t-shirt on. And then he always wakes up in the other bed with his hair messy and his shirt off because then he's John. I cannot bear it. Um, so whatever. <laughs> I can't bear it. Camp. Absolute camp. It, it, it was in a way. Yeah. And Patricia Clarkson plays their mm. psychiatrist doctor. Love Patty. I but love it's Patty sad. It's sad because one of them eventually has to go. That's fine. Bye. So, okay, that was Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I watched um, by Ben is Back. Which no. That was uh. really bad. You know what that was? That was Beautiful Boy Meets Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Why is it Adventures in Babysitting? Jeremy had it on in the on a plane ride. I can't remember what plane trip. I guess the most recent one was when we went to Austin. 
And I would kind of like look over and see that Julia Roberts was crying again. Well, and then I would just go back. She doesn't cry that much because her delivery turns it into adventures and babysitting because basically it's a movie about like, you know, drug addiction and someone who's trying to recover uh, and like, and then he's not dead at the end. He starts breathing she again after she like life. Puts roll credits. <laughs> not kidding. Oh, while he's breathing, the credits he roll over it. Credit rolls. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so, but at any rate, so Hence it's the a, title. It's about ben is back. family struggling with this thing, and mm-hmm. he comes back at Christmas. Mm-hmm. He's not really supposed to, and then yeah. what it turns into is like an adventure caper of him trying to like put set things straight in a town where like all these really like. A dicey bad drug dealer type people it's an adventure caper oh, okay. and Julie Roberts comes along for the ride and gets to see it all for the first time uh-huh. and she's like whoa 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 <laughs> yeah it's not what you think it's not what you think I have not heard anyone describe it like that and I'm here for it it's bad I'm really here for it I'm still here for Lucas Hedges though I'll go see him yeah 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 you adore um uh, watched Aquaman. Stop. I, Why? Well, Jeremy watched it because he was just too compelled by how, what a terrible review you gave it. So um, I didn't watch <laughs> the whole thing, of course. I only showed up at the part where um, Nicole Kidman's in her bone vest. Told you. And um, I was like, wait, what? Why is she here? Why doesn't she just go back? He was yeah, like, she can't because she needs the trident to clear the thing. I was like, I don't get it. And then it literally did turn into the dumbest video game mm-hmm. um, that you don't get to play, but you have to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't believe. And then, like, the Kraken, like, this, like, tentacle, like, the thing. Sn- and also What's the, the fact crack? that, the like, snake? yeah, well, it's not a snake queen. It's oh. a squid that also has, like, tentacle. It's a squid with then these other, like. The big thing protecting the trident? Uh-huh. It's not a snake. <laughs> I was really, like, super not a snake. And then wow. he rides it back to the, he rides that into the war. Stop. That's what he no. rides into the war. Yes, queen. That giant thing that appears and, like, stops the whole war that he's on, uh-huh. that's the kraken. The kraken. Why do you keep he, saying kraken? Do you know about the Kraken? I've heard the word. Mm. The Kraken is like the the terrible sea monster that is uh, when it, when they're like what re- Booker movie uh, are we talking? The Kraken. It's from Theseus. And, oh, uh, you know the the tale of the golden legend. Yeah, legend of the golden <laughs> fall. You know, I was so into mythology and all of that as a kid, and then I've heard you know like someone who looks like Dumbledore say like release the Kraken. Yeah, well, I mean, it's in the, it, there was, there's the, the mythology about it. There's a princess who's tied to a rock, and they're going to sacrifice her to the Kraken. And then, um, is it Perseus? Is that where we get the word cracker? Who shows that? Maybe it's Perseus, who has beheaded Remember Medea. Remember Percival Perks? No, who's that? You know Percy. <gasps> Percival! Percy Perks. Holy shit. He lives in London. I didn't see him. What does she do now? Like lawyering or something. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I could absolutely yeah. see Percy being a lawyer. Mm. That's really good. I would love Percival to be oh, my lawyer. Also, listen to this. Okay. I'm going to mess up with names, and I feel bad about it. Is it a friend of mine? No. I'm, I, I thought I could look it up, but you have to know the name in order to look it up. I feel bad, but two 
very, very nice young people came up to me after one of the shows at the Barbican Center uh-huh. podcast fans. Oh, I know. Shout out Simon, uh-huh. young man, uh-huh. who's was at Paris Opera Ballet School very unhappily. So mm. as all young non-French Just, people right, are. are uh-huh. Just ask David. And a lovely young woman. Very English name. Hmm. Bridget? No. Mm. I did a pretty good job, though, in terms of a very English like name. Like Louise or something like that. Hmm. Polly. Um, I don't know. Mm. Anyways, they were so nice, and um, it was nice of them to come up and, and say say as much. Well, we will... Reed will find your names, and we will say hi on a future episode. Yeah, properly. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what else happened? Uh, did I see anything else? What else could you have seen when you were seeing Pam's show overnight? I know. That show is... Oh, I know. I couldn't have seen another British show, but... No, no. I was just thinking more movies Oh, style. what were some movies? I know. Right. It's... It's, there's uh... There's, there's a lot going on. Oh, but my memory fails me. It's okay. It's the, look at the... Look at what it's like outside right now. Gorgeous. It looks like it's gonna rain. It's really. It looks like it's gonna cry. You know what I mean? <sighs> it is. It well, it is that kind of time in New York in our lives. It's really Deep like crying. really hot, really cold. So confusing. It really, yeah. It's pretty. What about that lightning storm last night? Yeah. How incredible! Oh, I was watching a movie with Taylor Black during it. Oh. Called Bookworms or something. Hmm. I was staring at my window watching the whole thing happen. That's exciting. Once it we got outside, we saw some lightnings. I loved it. It was really good. Uh, well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, other, tune in to the new Dance and Stuff show on YouTube. It's all there. You can also find it through our website. We're going to go record that When content. we talk next week, I'll try to remember the other movies that I... That I watched on the aeroplane. Well, we also you also have to say stuff right now as we record Wait. the dance and stuff show. Like, okay. we're going to have to keep talking, just oh, being filmed okay. instead of just into a phone. I'm going to search my memory banks for something to say. That's the thing. That's the thing. But we, I know. We're going to have to really pause and be like, what do we have to say? What do I have to say? Well, we've got plenty to say. Dear Reed... So I also wanted to share this story with you about, um, you know, just one of our great New York stories. So we've just finished filming our episode of the Dance and Stuff show, and I said goodbye to you, and Jeremy and I got on the ferry, and we got back to Greenpoint, and everyone exits the ferry, and we all go to walk down the India Street Pier, and we walk down that pier, and then we get to the sidewalk, or, you know, what would be the sidewalk, where they're currently building a giant glass monstrosity for the uber-wealthy. And we uh, get to where all this construction's happening, and uh, at least two feet of standing water. There's just nowhere for any of the rain that's happening tonight to drain. And people just stopped, and I thought about trying to walk across the plastic barricades that were around there. Like that they were like right next to a fence, and I thought I could hold onto the fence, walk on the plastic barricades, and then really try to jump at the end. And then this guy, we, we were all talking about it, and people were like, what to do? And this guy's like, look, there's an opening in a fence over there. 
Mind you, all these people are dressed in like full, you know, business attire as well. Um, so uh, me and Jeremy, these two guys in business shirts and some other people go through this uh, gap in a fence and we get around this other side of a building soon to be demolished. Um, they're getting ready to demolish that to build another glass monstrosity. And we start walking behind this building. It's all barricaded. At a certain point, there's, you know, a place where the, the fence has... Um, it's been tied together, or not tied together, it's uh, chained together, but has a gap. And Jeremy pressed against it, and he's like, I think you could squeeze through that. But I didn't, I, I knew I could, no one else was going to be able to get through that. And I was like, I'm, I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving you. We'll find a way. Even if we're going to climb this fence, we'll do it. Everyone else is sort of like just stuck still in shock. They're behind us. I can see them. They're just standing there shocked. And me and Jeremy and these two... Uh, guys in business shirts keep going. And so we, we walk, we're continuing to walk around the side of this building. And now instead of it being a chain link fence, it's the wooden sort of barricade they put up, you know, these like wooden walls. And I was like, I wonder how sturdy these are. You know, it's just a a frame behind them. And so I was thinking about kicking him really hard and just like taking one down and us going over that. We keep going around and then we get to the spot and he's like, one of the guy, he has an accent. He's like, I think there might be, um, a gap down there by the by the street sign so we get down there and indeed there is this very small gap that you're really going to have to like New York garbage rat your way through and I go first because I can just like slide between it and then uh, the other two guys and Jeremy go through it and all they're you know like actual uh, men with muscle so they have to squeeze a little tighter to get through and then we all got through and um, and there you have it the the beauty of New York and um, I needed to uh, rush to this meeting and um, so that was it for uh, transportation for me I needed to jump into a lift Thank you so much, Lyft. If you would like to consider sponsoring this podcast, uh, Lyft, uh, we will, I will certainly do that. Or Juno, I will, I will more than happily plug either of those two. Um, I, I guess maybe Uber's back online now. I think maybe everyone's okay with that now. I'll do a more in-depth ad if, uh, you want to be a sponsor. I was thinking, um, I hope someone sends us Lemire. That's, that's something else I'm just going to put out there. Or, or just me, anyway. Uh, all right. Love you. Oh, hello, dear Jack. Dear Jack. Wow, what a harrowing adventure you had yesterday. Uh, was kind of a Poseidon adventure in Greenpoint, really, just off the ferry. And I was so happy to hear your story after um, I'd already had a kind of visual reference from both your and Jeremy's Instagram. Wow, what a thrill. I'm glad you didn't have to put on your wellies and wade through with the British. I am now in Washington, D.C. I have a view of uh, roofs from my hotel room. I'm looking out the window. Uh, we did a, we had a tech rehearsal at the Kennedy Center this afternoon. We took the 810 Acela, which was an absolute pleasure, the most comfortable way to travel. 
and um, I ate some prêt à manger this morning on the on the Amtrak. I took uh, their seal cut oats and um, mixed in a little bit of yogurt into the oatmeal to because I don't really like just oatmeal. I have to I have to really decorate it. The costumes we're doing for Pam's uh, Dance Across America thing. Uh, her Caroline Shaw piece are really special and kind of dangerous, and I'm sure there'll be pictures soon. And um, 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 it's nice to see friends from Miami City Ballet. I haven't seen in a little while. What else do I have to tell you? Everybody watch Fleabag. It's a really good show. Very well done. I saw the movie Bookworms, I want to say it's called, with um, Jonah Hill's sister and another young woman directed by Olivia Wilde. It's a kind of a good-looking movie, but it's unfortunate for that movie that it came out in the same year as 8th Grade and Pen15, which are both more funny and more, uh, more heartwarming or heartrending than, um, than itself. Though Bookworm is about graduating high school, not middle school, but still, the girls in Pen15 are just extraordinary actresses, and nobody in uh, in Bookworm is an extraordinary actress. Well, that's all I'll say about that Muva. It has some beautiful, sort of fantastical dance sequence and mermaid sequence in a puel. Very nice hotel room here at the at the. S- State Plaza Hotel. I just had to read that off of an embossed dossier folder. So here I have two Kraft string cheeses mozzarella, one of my absolute favorite snacks. Um, I bought some Listerine's uh, Listerine brand Reach dental floss. I don't know what to expect from that. That's exciting. I also bought an uh, Annie's Annie's mac and cheese. Um, uh, you can make it with hot water kind of thing in a cup. Um, and I bought an Andwala citrusy monster juice smoothie. And it has a variety of froths in it. Orange, apple, peach, passion fraught, raspberry, pineapple, and guava. I'm slightly allergic to the pineapple and I'm going to just go for it. I also bought a perfect bar, which are the ones... I have a little window on the front in the shape of a peanut. It's the original refrigerator protein bar, dark, 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 dark chocolate, dark chocolate, dark chocolate peanut, dark chocolate chip peanut butter. Whoa, my brain. Um, I also have a Califia cold brew coffee with almond milk. And then I have something very decadent, which are the Ritz Crispin Thins cream cheese and onion flavor, which are a phenomenal snack. I'll, 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 bite one so you can hear how um how crisp and flaky incredible incredible have you all watched claire attempt to make doritos on um bon appetit it's really depressing not one of her easier um excursions into the universe of mimicking junk food trying to duplicate mmm string cheese i love it have you all been listening to Seek Treatment and um, Throwing Shade? Can you send us some podcast recs? I need more to listen to. I'm just about to finish the Isaac memoir. I've been really enjoying it. Um, I think I'm going to watch CNN while I'm here in 
Washington, D.C., just to feel kind of a part of it all. Hear about Mueller and look at the Washington Monument and feel something. This hotel has a very nice, complete kitchen with an eating nook. It has, this is the best part, it has a dressing room that leads into the bathroom with a little chaise to sit on to put on your shoes or your socks. It's very hot and swampy here in D.C. I'm excited to see the shows. I think I may go over to see uh, the DTH program tonight. Tomorrow is their joint program. And then I'm going to head back on a 6 a.m. train Saturday morning. I'm going to go see the, the Reich Richter part show at The Shed on Saturday afternoon. There's more dance to be seen. New York City Ballet is finishing up their season with Midsummer Night's Dream, which I don't think I'll see this year, though it is always a pleasure to see. There's nothing quite so beautiful as the, the pas de deux from the second act. I think you can catch it on, uh, on YouTube somehow or go to the Performing Arts Library, several versions. I once played uh, Lysander in David Nixon's version of A Midsummer Night's Dream. It was one of my first kind of leading roles I ever did in a ballet. I must have been no more than 20 or 21 years old. And I got to dance with my favorite ballerina at Ballet Met at that time, whose name was Sonia Welker. And um, I was really enamored with her, and I thought, oh my God, this is happening. And it did, and we did it. I had to kiss a woman on stage with my mouth. Can you imagine? I was fully a virgin at that time. Um, probably like the biggest kiss I'd ever had. Uh, confessions from a sad and lonely geek. Anyways, how long has this been going on? Eight minutes? Anyways, I love you. Jack, I hope you're having a not depressing weekend. I'll see you soon. I have an actual idea that I need to talk to you about. I might call you as soon as I get off the phone. <gasps> Oh, jarred my memory, jarred my memory. It's because I ate some of those crisp and thins. Anyways, I loves you and good night.